This is episode 111 of Reconcile the Isle. What on earth is going on? Rocket Man. Puerto Rico. Russia, 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 Russia. Eight accusers, several allegations. Thousands of cases. Charlottesville. Horrific shooting. Deadly school shooting. The third deadly mass shooting in a week. Category four. California wildfires. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. Government shutdown. I've never seen this country divided like this. This is astounding to me. Reconcile the Isle. Welcome to Reconcile the Isle, where my characters and I are figuring out how we can have meaningful dialogue about difficult topics. My name is Lauren Lojudice. Today we're welcoming special guest Charles Lojudice Jr. Yeah, my dad. Now, my dad, Charles Lojudice Jr., was born and raised in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, and later raised a family in Howard Beach, Queens. In case you're wondering, he's very, very Italian. He just retired from many years working in Hunts Point Market in the Bronx. He is the inspiration for the web series Driving with Dad, which you can see all over the internet, especially on my YouTube channel or my character library at laurenlogie.com slash character dash library. You'll be able to see uh, Driving with Dad laid out for you. Now, he is probably the wittiest person I know. Some people talk about cheesy dad jokes, and honestly, I don't know what they're talking about, because my dad is never cheesy. He's always incredibly funny and original, and you'll see exactly how in a moment. Now, if he took the stage, he'd just blow everyone I know away. And some people say that, but no, he'd destroy all of you. If you have some unexpressed rage, then this episode is for you. I'm especially excited about this episode because the whole point of this podcast is to help us figure out how to have conversations about difficult topics. Now, my dad and I don't agree on politics at all. Like one conversation we had about Corona, he started doing the whole China blame game. And but we managed to talk about coronavirus this entire call by sticking to what we can agree on is that people acting like assholes during a pandemic is very frustrating. Now, you can always sign up to follow the podcast at laurenlogie.com slash podcast to get all the wonderful things that my podcast and I give away for free to subscribers. And you also get reminders when we publish this every other week. Today, I'm going to do the interview. My co-host, Melania Trump, is actually quarantined in her glam room. That's an actual room in the White House. That's it's true that she made. Um, she sent us this voice memo with an update. Hello, Lauren and Reconcile the Isles. Here are some White House updates. Mike Pence keeps changing religions, thinking finally one will cure the corona. He became a Santeria priest and sacrificed a live chickens, giving the White House bird flu. Then he became a Pentecostal snake handler, and then the White House had snake infestation. So to fix the problem, he released mongooses, and my Secret Service agent had to defeat them in an epic battle outside my glam room door. It's been so hectic here, I think I might try my luck in the Elmhurst emergency room. Well, uh, good luck with that, Melania. All right, so let's go to the interview with Charles Judas Jr. I'm going through it. I got all birthday and Christmas cards from when you were first born, from all your kids, things you've made in kindergarten and shit. I'm going through all this (laughs) stuff, you know. Dad, um, thanks for, for coming on. Uh, we thought we could talk about all of the um, the stupid people doing stupid things during the uh, the pandemic. So um, you mean of the 327 million people, all the stupid people 
that means about 326 million plus, right? Just in this country and probably some territories too, okay? So what should people do? Like for instance, there was a guy who wanted to see his wife after she gave birth. So he had Corona symptoms and knew that he had been exposed and he went and saw her and put the, all those little babies in danger and everyone who works there in danger. What do you do with people like that? Well, first of all, if, if all those children survive, and I hope to God they do, then before we give him the electric chair, he should have to stay 10 years in the nursery changing diapers round the clock, <laughs> all right? And we're going to give the kids plenty of... Uh, of uh, foods that make them have diarrhea and gas, <laughs> all right? That's, that's one of his punishments. And then after he does it for 10 years, he gets the electric chair. So I guarantee you, after three days, I hope the nursery's on the, at least the 10th floor of the building, and the only way he can go get out is that he jumps out the window. And there's, I'll, I'll make sure there's uh, spikes on the bottom of the floor, on the concrete, just in case he's got a very hard head and he doesn't get killed. Okay, right. that would be a good death for him to have. And he should not die instantly. He should sleep <laughs> for a long time. His head should be cracked and and uh, and uh, carpenter ants should crawl inside his brain. Okay, next. <laughs> um, <laughs> so also I saw a post of someone said that she lived with two people, right? And they don't want to listen. They are outside the house more than ever. Every time she says something about social distancing, they kind of laugh and smirk at her. And then they go trot off outside. They think the whole thing's a joke. So she's alone. You know, what could she do? She's a roommate. She can't just afford to go get another apartment. Right. Um, and now she's stuck with these assholes. I guess she should read some Agatha Christie movies about how like to poison them, their coffee or their breakfast and, and get away with it or something, you know? So yeah. Maybe she could do that or some, uh, you know, Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes stories about yeah. how to kill them and get away with it, you know? Or yeah. Maybe she, if she can't afford an apartment, she could kill them, which would be doing <laughs> the rest of the world a favor, and have her get a one-way ticket to a country that doesn't have extradition rights to the United States, you know? There you go, she could start a GoFundMe. For that. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I thought that's she could maybe change the, change the locks. Just to, when Change, they, yeah, but they have the they 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 have the apartment. So then, yeah, you know, she'll get in trouble. They'll call she'll call the landlord, yeah, and then they'll get, get a new lock, and she'll have to pay for it and stuff. So yeah. she's better off if she just kills them. She'll be a, <laughs> a hero. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the the stupid Miami people with the spring break. They were saying, I, I don't care if I get Corona, I get it. Well, care. they weren't just stupid in Miami. Okay, <laughs> let's not just call Miami stupid. It, it's a pandemic. The stupidity is all over the world. Okay? All right? I mean, they were in Clearwater, Daytona, and everything. You know? What, what they should have did was leave them on the beach, send like a construction crew there <laughs> to build a cage, and, and all around the beach so they can't get out of the beach, they can't climb the cage, electrify it, and then get some great white sharks and put them in the water so they can't swim anywhere else either. 
okay? And make sure every half an hour they get uh, the extra blood from the butcher and drop it in the water, just in case one of them tries to swim, okay? I have a very vivid imagination. If I, if I was around during the Inquisition, I would have been the torture king, <laughs> believe me. Yeah, I know. I know they're, they're very, and then they, pro they spread it. They don't realize yeah. it. <laughs> then they spread it. Then they, well, at least, I mean, the schools were canceled so they couldn't go back to their school and spread it. So they went home and spread it to their family, which is probably not a bad thing because their family has the same stupid DNA. <laughs> so actually, you know, they're doing, you know, Darwin a favor with the survival of the fittest. This is the, the, the death of the nitwittiest, not the fittest, <laughs> you know? Then someone in Florida, this woman, just like some sort of influencer person, she's walking down the street and she's saying like, look at these cops are around me. Like they're taking over my rights. You can't keep me inside. That you're overstepping my right to, and I saw another post like that, my right to go outside. You can't oh, like oppress my right. But what do we say to these? Because they're trying to make it like the state is overreaching. But it's a public health emergency. So yeah, well, I, I would imagine, you know, there's something in the laws uh, in an emergency, you know, well, like when there's a curfew, they're, they're taking away your right. So you can't, if, if they say curfew, you know, nobody's out allowed after 9 p.m. and you're breaking the curfew, I mean, unless you're uh, drunk <coughs> in your car because you got a, you know, a hatchet in your head or something and you're driving yourself <laughs> to the emergency room, yeah, yeah. then... Uh, you know, that's it. Otherwise, they should just arrest her. And, and since she's privileged, put her in solitary confinement. Not even, well, oh, the, really solitary wouldn't be good for her. She should go into a cell with like 20 other, you know, crackheads, uh, drug addicts, you know, uh, child beaters and everything and see how long she'll last, you know, especially with her six inch high heels, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what should happen to someone like that. They're privileged, yeah. you know, privileged. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah, and then, th like, the, there was, a, you know, another a dude, too, uh, on Twitter going off about, like, my rights are being overstepped. And I, I don't know if people understand that, like, in a time of emergency, like, when there was World War II, there was a curfew because there were people overhead trying to find lights to bomb. Right. Right, you had to shut your lights off. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, listen. Listen, you could fix a lot of things, you know. That's why erasers were made. But the one thing an eraser cannot fix is stupid. There's no eraser for that. No eraser for stupid. You know, everybody makes mistakes, but then some people are a mistake. And that's just, there's nothing you can do about that. The best thing you can do about it is save the rest of the people from having to deal with them and put up with them. And, you know, they should be eliminated, you know? And then what about the hoarding? Now, there's some people that I think the cops busted someone down, of some, a few people for hoarding toilet paper and hoarding other supplies, masks, so that they could sell them at a markup. Yeah, well, that's, you know, they should actually... Uh, be fined and, and be forfeited to give up that stuff, give it up for free. So they paid for it and now they don't even have it. 
okay? And you do not even leave them with one roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Just give them like, you know, when you go to the candy store, they got the, the newspaper that they didn't sell from the day before, the news, the post, the times, whatever. Take a bundle of that and leave that, tell them you're doing, you're being nice to them and you're leaving them the newspaper and they can wipe their ass with that. Okay? That's all. Or you can give you know? them a ladle, a ladle in a bucket and just yeah, say. a ladle in a bucket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just tell them to, tell them to deal with it and a roll of paper towels and tell them. Yeah. No. It, I mean, you know, you, you went in the store, you bought one pack and that's it. That's why the stores have to limit everything now. People went in and they were buying toilet paper like that dysentery, like in the bridge over the River Kwai or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they were drinking muddy water or something. They're just, just ridiculous, you know. And that's how they should really be dealt with. So the last thing is the, the shopping cart. Oh, yeah. What's happening with the shopping carts? Well, every time I go to a, any kind of a supermarket or a mall or something like uh, a Walmart, a Target, a Costco, a ShopRite, any kind of thing, you know, and if I'm using a cart, even if it's pouring rain, once I take my groceries out of the cart, I always put the cart in one of those uh, areas where they have for the carts. It's got a bar. So like once you go over that piece of metal, the thing can't come out, you know, the, the wheels can't roll over it, or I bring it back right to the store and they line them up against the wall. These people are such inconsiderate bastards. They just take their cart, they leave it in the, right in the middle of the lot. So now you're driving along, you see a spot, you go to pull in, you can't pull in because there's a cart there. Or the carts roll because <laughs> the parking lots don't have to be level. You know, I mean, you're not playing a game on there or something. And then, you know, the wind comes, blows the car into somebody else's car, and it dents it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, what they should do is take all those people, put them <laughs> in a car, and then helicopter them to the top of Mount Everest and let them ride down the car. <laughs> down the mountain in the car and see how they like it. I don't think they like it. People basically now are, are just very, very inconsiderate pieces of trash. All right. They do not give a rat's ass about the next person. It's, it's, it's just really disgusting in every, in, in almost everything you do in society. Really. You know what? This, this, virus now is almost like a cleansing but i wish it could just affect the 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 morons you know so we could eliminate some of them from society <laughs> yeah 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 unfortunately you know? and unfortunately it's the morons who are sometimes infecting just innocent people who are uh, uh, yeah i mean look there's there's only so much you can do i mean you know i mean even if you put on a pair a pair you i go out i wear a mask but you know, when I'm in there, people, like keep the social distancing and stuff like that. But now, even if I put on gloves, if I go in the supermarket and I touch a box, now, whatever bacteria is on the box, instead of being on my hands, it's on the glove, right? So now I go touch something else, and I'm doing it. So the gloves are not a help. And then here's the, the big disgusting part. These morons, every store has garbage cans in front of it. They're in the parking lot. They're inside the store. They come out the store 
they take off their mask and their gloves and they throw them on the floor in the parking lot. Like, really, where did you grow up? I mean, I don't know, but I actually think half the people in this country were raised by wolves. That's really, really disgusting. You know, I mean, I have to tell you, even when I was at work, I mean, I know, first of all, the Bronx is probably considered and rightfully so, you know, the dumbest borough in the city. And in Hunts Point, that's like the pinnacle of dumbness. Someone would call me at work, I would answer, hello, top banana. And instead of saying, can I speak to Santo or I like to place an order? I say, hello, top banana, who's this? <laughs> this is how they answer the phone. So finally, after one time, and I told my boss I was gonna do it and he didn't want me to do it, but I did. And I said to this guy, I says, this is Charlie. I says, who's this? And I knew who it was. And I said, let me ask you a question. I says, were you raised by wolves? He says, what are you talking about? I says, because a normal person, when someone says, hello, top banana, they answer in a nice way. They talk in a nice way. They don't scream, who's this? So I corrected him. And from that point on, he was only half an asshole, not a, 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 a whole asshole. Try and get coldies because they have zinc in them if you can yeah, find I have, them. Yeah, I have coldies, yeah. And have you been gargling every hour? <laughs> it made me cough so bad yesterday. Yeah, well, that's one of the symptoms. You're going to get a cough and then you get a sore throat. If it gets, if you get fever and if your throat gets, it may get better and then get worse. That means you're, you're, uh, you're, you might have it. <laughs> so yeah. gargle with warm water and salt every hour. Okay. All right. right, or else you're okay. going to be one of the people that we're talking about. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Melania, what did you think of my dad's ideas? What is shopping cart that's not on a website? Melania, when was the last time you've gone to the supermarket? Well, the last times I flew commercial. How quaint, Melania. Thanks for coming in for a second. Oh, I go back to Glamour Rooms with two shakes of lamb's tail. All right, so... Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. I hope we gave you some laughs. Um, before I go into the I Don't Care to You segment, I'd like to do a few things. First, I want to encourage everyone to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really, truly helps other people find us. Second, I want to tell you that you can follow Reconcile the Isle on my Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Logie. And do consider signing up at laurenlogie.com slash podcast to become a podcast VIP, in which means you get all the free stuff for me and my guests. And also on the website, you can find out about some other exciting things going on. My book, Inside Melania, What I Learned About Melania Trump by Impersonating Her, is coming out whenever presses are up and running again. <laughs> also, we'll be heading out on tour, most likely in August. Listen, we have to learn how to have public dialogue again. The world's on fire and we've got to talk about it. And there is no better way to understand the importance of this than reading the headlines. So we ask Melania to voice note us the top headlines in the I Don't Care Do You segment. Here's all the things that I don't care do you about. Record numbers of people are unemployed because of the coronavirus. Although I'm not sure why anyone's want to work. Coronavirus might prevent many, many people from voting. Or something my Donald is very happy about. Boris Johnson is on oxygen and in the intensive care units. Maybe while he's there, he can get the new haircuts. People spreading misinformations about the coronas leads them to not take it seriously. And then they're spreading the disease even further. But 
I don't care, do you? Thank you to everyone who has made this podcast possible. Thank you to Sophia Reyes-Jones for editing, to Devin Edwards for creating the intro, Maddie McLennan for making the podcast art, and a shout-out to Alan Waters, Danny Holtz, and Craig Franson, who helped me to conceptualize this podcast. And of course, thank you to Charles LeJudas Jr. for being such a wonderful guest. See you in two weeks.